0: Good morning. This is Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, senior pastor of the St. Matthews Baptist Church here in Williamstown, New Jersey. We greet you in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on this Lord's Day. And there are three things I want to accentuate. First, we ought to praise our Savior for who he is, his person. Praise the name of Jesus. Let everything that have breath praise his name we're not here to complain we're here to praise him we're here to thank him to glorify him to magnify him he's king of kings and lord of lords and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord curios to the glory of God so we worship him by bowing down to him by being prostrate before his presence we praise him. We magnify him. Even in the midst of our problems, we praise him. We take time out to say thank you. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We praise him. Secondly, we make mention of our traditional holiday called Palm Sunday. In Matthew 21, when Jesus told his disciples, go find an ass and find the colt of an ass, and bring them to me. And he got on them in humility and rode into Jerusalem to present himself as Messiah King. And the people said, who is this? Now, some took branches and laid them at his feet, and they said, Hosanna. But the majority of the crowd rejected him. That was his official presentation of himself. So on Palm Sunday, we commemorate the fact that he rode into Jerusalem to present himself as their Messiah. John 1 11 says he came into his own and his own received him not, but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons and daughters of God. This is Palm Sunday. We praise God for his lordship. Praise God for being the Messiah. We receive Him. We don't reject Him. We thank Him. We praise Him. We exalt Him. Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But third is our sermon for the day—a work that works. And with this COVID-19, this uh, Corona virus that has devastated our world like I have never seen. In my life before, people are afraid, people are scared, people are dying, people are diseased, people are hospital hosp- uh, hospitalized. We come this morning to give you hope. We come this morning to lay out for you that, in spite of our brokenness. Us being battered in spite of all the bad things that has and can happen to God's people. God's word is full of precious, powerful promises to free us from our fears. Amen. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a disciplined mind. To free us from our fears, to fix our fractures, and we are fractured. Amen. And to facilitate our future. It is here that as we enter one of the greatest scriptures ever penned by the Apostle Paul for the elect of God, the born again believer, the Christian those who believe that Jesus is the Christ, it is Romans 8 and 28. A work of help, a work of healing, a work, amen, of hallelujah praise. What a work. What a work. God didn't wait for us to work. God worked before we were born. God completed what he needed to complete it before we could comprehend. God is a God who sends deliverance before the difficulty arrives. And God wants us to praise him for who he is, for what he's done, for what he will do. And it is in that context that God gives us, listen, God gives us insight to his word, his will, and his witness. I want you to rest assured that, amen, as we review this text of Romans eight twenty-eight, we see God's grace, we see God's goodness, we see God's glory. What a God. What a God that takes care of our needs before the needs appear. What, what a God that, amen, demands our deliverance what what a god who never leaves us nor forsakes us who sometimes waits until amen we feel wounded and weary and worn out before he shows up but he always shows up with victory it is here in Romans 8:28 as we are facing these critical problems throughout our world, we are fastened to our TV sets as we're witnessing something man has never witnessed before. As as we are all, amen, anxiety written by the happenings of today. And Paul says in Romans 8 and 28, and we know. Let me stop, Paul's part, that you you need to understand that, amen, Paul had been dealing in this book of Romans, in chapter 1, he says all Gentiles are under sin, chapter 2, all Jews are under sin, chapter 3, everybody's under sin, chapter 4, God has sent justification to the elect. Amen. You didn't save yourself. I didn't save myself. The Lord saved us by grace through faith, and that faith is not yours. It's a gift of God, that any man should boast. Sanctification in chapter 5 and 6, and then, amen, 5, 6, and 7. And then, the listen, the Spirit, the faith of the Spirit, there are six laws in chapters 6 and 7, but there's the victorious law in chapter 8. It's the law of the Spirit. And the law of the Spirit, faith in Christ, through the Spirit, frees us from the law of sin and death. You, you need to understand what Paul is saying. Paul, Paul is saying, and, so we see a continuation. The word and is a conjunction, meaning something previously stated is still connected. In chapter 8, verse 1 to 4, there's no condemnation. In it great? That if we're saved, we're not condemned with the world. We're not going to hell. Hallelujah. We have hope. We're going to heaven. We're going to glory. We're going to build a land. We're going to praise him. We're going to thank him. We're going to be out of pain. No more crying. No more dying. No more disease. No more cancer. And is a continuation. The continuation is. The knowledge, and we know, knowledge, we know God's Word. Well, what is in God's Word? I'm glad you asked. I will perfect that which concerneth you. I'm not going to leave you out there by yourself, to yourself, with yourself. I will, thank you, Jesus, perfect that which concerneth you. That's His Word. Let not your hearts be agitated let not your hearts be troubled do you believe in God believe also in me in my father's house of many mansions his word but secondly his will no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper ten thousand may fall at your right hand but it will not come near you it takes faith obedience to get God's Favor, And we got to be obedient to what God is allowing information to help us through this dilemma. Not only his word and his will, but contextually his witness. The witness of the paraclete, the witness of the blessed Holy Spirit. And what Paul is conveying is there's no condemnation, there's no permanent contamination through the flesh, there's no sifting of Satan because we are sons and daughters of God. And then he enters this realm of suffering. Now we are not exempt from suffering. We are not immune to suffering and we know, knowledge, that all things. Now let me stop Paul's and Park because All things deals with the fact that there are some bad things and there are some good things. We are not immune to bad things. The book of Job, why do the righteous suffer? Why do we go through? Why are we exposed to things that are bad? Family breakups, relationships in ruin, concerned about our children and grandchildren, physical illness. I just lost a brother I couldn't even bury, but praise the name of Jesus, he was saved. We keep moving on. Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. We praise God for all things, in all things. We praise his holy and everlasting name. And so he deals with the word, the will, and hear the witness. And he gives us confidence in our conflict. That God will let us go to the brink of being broken. And then grace will show up. And it's amazing. Grace will make its way up front. Grace will cause us to praise him in the midst of our problems, grace will make us dance when we feel demolished. It's that grace that leads to guidance, that guidance that leads to goodness, that goodness that leads to his glory. You better hear me preach this morning. And we know, we not only know his word and his will and the witness And it's in the midst midst of this conflict that the Apostle Paul says, beginning in verse 19 to 22, there are three groans. That creation, verse 22, is groaning to be redeemed. The waters are polluted. The air is polluted. Man is wicked. Man has destroyed God's original creation. And the Bible says creation is groaning in its pain to be redeemed. Ah. But second, the second groan are, are the saints, we. And we also groan being burdened. I don't know about you, but I find myself groaning and my groans are heard by God. My groans can captivate me. In the midst of the night, my groans can come in the morning. My groans can be why I'm driving. My groans can be why I'm praying. My groans, We, we too groan, waiting to be delivered through redemption. But the third groan is the groan of the paraclete, the groan of the Holy Spirit. And Paul pins this, and it's, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is classic Pauline. Paul says, amen, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit as he was writing this great epistle. Paul says, and we don't even know what to pray for, as we ought. We, we think we know. We, we get on our knees. We give God this grocery list. We pray for our family. We pray for our children. We pray for our health and strength. We pray, we pray that we don't lose our job. We pray, we pray, we pray. But the Spirit says, you don't even know what to pray for. But the paraclete who has the mind of God and knows the will of God moves us out the way and he starts praying for us. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit prays for us. He intercedes. He prays. Mm. He prays. Thank you, Jesus. He keeps on praying with groanings. This is not tongues, this is not utterances. These groans are the language of God to God, by God. For God, with God, he groans as he intercedes for us. He knows what Raymond Gordon needs. He knows what you need. He knows what your children need. He knows what your marriage need. He knows what your family need. He knows. He knows, he knows, he knows. I can shout on that. I can run around the church because the Holy Spirit knows. He's not guessing. He knows, he knows. He knows, praise God, he knows because I don't know. I don't know what to pray for as I ought. I don't know when to praise him. I don't know when to be still. I, 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 I just don't know, but he knows. He knows, he knows, he knows. Take the emphasis off of you. Take them off your life. Take them off your goodness and your badness. Take them off your words. Take them off your wisdom. He knows. He prays with groans that cannot be uttered. And what he's praying is for God's goodness. Now, there's bad things and there's good things. We are not exempt nor immune to bad things. But he works all things, Lord have mercy, together for the good. Meaning, if you're born again, blood-washed, saved, name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you got to be saved because if you're not saved, He's not working all things to your good. He's working your outcome in spite of your income. It's not how you start out. It's how you end up. I'm so glad that the Lord has been praying for me. Songwriter said somebody prayed for me, and he—he and the song was dealing with our parents and grandparents and godparents, letting them know somebody else was praying for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me, and I'm so glad they prayed. His prayer snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. His prayer put me on the street called Straight. His prayer ordered my steps. His prayer protects my children. His prayer preserves my marriage. His prayer! His petitions are great petitions. They give us grace. They give us guidance. Yeah, they give us goodness. They give us Gladness, they give us a sense of his glory. God says, I reserve your outcome. I'm going to take everything bad, everything good, and I'm going to work that thing. I'm going to give a prescription for your prosperity. I'm going to bless you in spite of you. Because you're saved, name written in the lands, book of life, you belong to Jesus Christ. I, one of my, amen, the spirit is saying, my ministry is to exalt Jesus, to exalt truth, and to lead God and direct his people. I'm going to, amen, engineer an escape route for you through my petitions. I'm going to preserve you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to promote you. I'm going to show pity. I'm going to give you perseverance. If you just hold on and hold out. And we know, we're not guessing. We know that all things, good and bad, up and down, in and out, are working together for the good. When you look at something and it seems bad to you, just pronounce it good. Amen. That ah, delay is not denial. Do I have a witness? God said, but they that wait upon the Lord, he shall, Lord, have mercy. Renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. You got to believe that God is able. He's true to his word. He cannot lie. And we know, knowledge of his word, his will, his witness, that he's working everything out for our good and his glory. Thank you, Jesus. Our good and his glory. Well, what is the good? I'm glad you asked. The good is that which is praiseworthy. When Jesus finished working this thing out, we got to praise him. We got to praise him. We got to exalt him. We got to magnify him. See, the problem with the saints of God is our eyes are not on him. They're on us. They're on our problems. We got to lift up our eyes to the hills. Psalm 121, from whence cometh our help? Our help cometh from the Lord. The pastor can't help you. The church can't help you. The saints can't help you. Only Jesus can help you. He's going to work out the good, which is praiseworthy, what is promotional, what is powerful, what is peaceful. And we know that all things are working together for the good. The outcome is awesome. We're not outcasts. We're looking towards an outcome. I'm coming out of this. He's pulling me out of bondage. He's going to heal my broken spirit. He's going to order my steps. He's my shepherd and I'm his sheep. He's going to lead God and direct me. He will make me lie down in green pastures. A whole lot of us are lying down now that wouldn't lie down before. A whole lot of us are praying now that wouldn't pray before. A whole lot of us are calling his name that wouldn't call it before. A whole lot of us are seeking Jesus, the author finisher and the sustainer of mm -hmm, our faith. Last week, the psalmist said in 4610, be still and know that I'm God. Moses said in Exodus, stand still and see the salvation, deliverance of the Lord. Jesus stilled the storm while on a boat with his disciples. He said, peace, be still. And he's speaking peace this morning to the people of God. How do you become saved? And you need to be saved. Stop playing with God because if you die unsaved, you're going to hell and you're going to burn. You need to be born again. As simple as ABC. Admit that you're a sinner. Lord God, I'm a sinner. Amen. Admit it. Believe in your heart that God... Amen, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose again. First Corinthians 15, 1-5, amen for all your sins. And then confessing, as Lord. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. Save me this morning. In the name of Jesus our Christ. And we know that all things, are being worked the good, the bad the ups, the downs the ends, the outs the ruins and the righteousness God's working this thing as you pray for your children he's working this thing as you pray for your relationships he's working this thing as you're out of work he's working this thing can I get a witness and only to the believer all things I did some bad things in my life. God took the bad and the ugly. God took the good and the up. God mixed it all together. Lord, have mercy. I used to watch my grandmother make a cake from scratch. She didn't buy Betty Crockett, she had all of these different substances on her table. And she would mix all of these substances into one batch. And if you taste any substance by itself, it was nasty. But when it came together, she would beat it, Lord have mercy, with a large spoon. Ah, They didn't have any mixers. They, They beat it with a large spoon until the lumps came out. Do I have a witness? the oven at 350 and watch that cake cook. And I didn't understand this, but every now and then they pull a cake out and she would reach down to her broom and grab ah, yeah, uh, one of the things off the broom at the top, that which was not dirty, and she would stick it in the cake and if it came out with crumbs on it, It wasn't done. She put it back in the oven. God, almighty God, all wise God takes us and he mixes the good, the bad, the ups and the downs together. He allows us to be beaten with trials and tribulations so that he can teach us Listen to this, a sufficiency in the midst of our suffering. He puts us in some heat. Won't he put you in some heat? He'll put you in some heat and let you cook a while. Do I have a witness? Then he'll test to see if you're done. And when you're done, the aroma captivates the room. When you're done, he puts you to the side and lets you cool off. Do I have a witness? And what God has just done is that he takes the good, the bad, and the ugly and mixes it together for our good. The outcome is awesome. I'm not looking where I was. uh, I'm not even looking where I am. I'm looking where God is getting ready to take me. And we know, and we know,
1: and we know that all things are working together for the good
0: because the paraclete prayed. Father in Jesus name as we are faced with so many problems fears fractures futilities Lord God in the midst of this virus, we choose to step out by faith and trust you that all things are being worked for our good and for your glory. And when we come forth, we're going to praise you. We're going to thank you. We're going to exalt you. We thank you for watching us this morning. We pray for you and your family. Lord bless every family. Under the sound of my voice, bless every child, every marriage, every financial need. Bless them, God, in the name of Jesus. We are concerned for you. That you would read your word every day. Give God your hearts, your minds, and your wills. And then we pray that you would tithe online to keep this ministry moving. That you would send your tithes in to P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Be faithful to God as he's been faithful to you. He woke you up early this morning and started you on your way. And we know that all things are work, working together for the good of them who are called according to his purpose. And that's the elect of God. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. Have a great day.